You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is sponsored by Clean Juice, a certified organic nutrition and wellness bar with more than 100 locations in development in 16 states. Learn more at cleanjuice.com. Welcome to episode 44 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Tia McNelly. I'm Jess Biondo. And I'm Michaela Hooper. This week, we are so excited to bring you our interview with Rena Norwood. She's a designer here in Charlotte and also does extensive work in Nashville. And she has a lot of Airbnb properties and she's a painter and just an entrepreneur extraordinaire. Yeah, she's incredible. And a great storyteller. And she loves Jesus. Yes, she and does. So that <laughs> is woven all throughout this interview. You will be so encouraged by her sharing her journey and what she continues to learn through the process of design and building. Here's our interview with Rena. Rena, welcome to The Collected Podcast. We are so excited to have you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so we know that you're a designer, but do you want to explain a little bit about, you have several businesses, really. I do. You want to tell us kind of what you do now, and then we'll back up to how you got there. Perfect. Yes. I currently um, do interior design. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's a full service interior design here based out of Cornelius, North Carolina. We also um, service Nashville um, and then the surrounding Charlotte area as well. And nice. with that, we are also Airbnb um, designers. Cool. So do you just design your own properties or do you do that for other people? Actually, I just got back from Nashville. And um, the funny story about that is that then my father's neighbor, who just bought a house in Nashville, and he wanted me to come over there and check out his house, who, um, who, who's want, they're wanting to renovate, and nice. as well as do an income property, which is really hot oh, in Nashville. So, was able to give him Amazing. some input because he, you know, he was my, um, he was my dad's neighbor, yeah. and he was aware that we have an Airbnb in Nashville as well. Oh, okay, cool. That's so great. you're kind of branching out from your own properties. Yep. Right, gotcha. right. In which you know, I used to live in Nashville. I started my business in Nashville, so it's it's an an easy way for me to come back, check out the town Love regularly, it. and then do business as well. That's great, mm-hmm. very cool. And I've actually had the pleasure of staying in one of your properties in the mountains of North Carolina. Which I mean, that place is just thick with the Holy Spirit. That is that is what we want. I can tell <laughs> that you guys have prayed up your spaces, and it's it's more than just a nice place for people to stay and maybe for you to go to once in a while. So tell us about like your heart for those properties that you have. Well, the the main objective for those properties is to meet people. We love hospitality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love connecting with people, even though we're not there when they're staying. Obviously, um, it all depends on which property that we're in. We want them to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in the space. Mm-hmm. We don't uh, flash it out. Yeah, you right. won't, Unless it's your kindred spirit and you immediately gravitate to it, mm-hmm. you will know. But the, we, the, the comments that we've been getting at the Paris location is that we don't want to leave. There's mm-hmm. something about this place that we just love and it's so peaceful. That's what we want. We want an experience, not a physical shelter experience, uh, but also a an encounter with hopefully the Holy Spirit that yeah. would just speak to them wherever they are in their lives. So we've gotten people that are like, 
you know, this was gifted to me, um, and it was a perfect getaway, and I was just able to rest. Mm-hmm. And not only that, there's something about your place that is different. So we know yeah. what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So you clearly have a very intimate relationship with the Lord. Back, Let's back up. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, where did that start for you? What was your life like when you met Jesus? See, I've always had a, a very healthy fear towards the Lord. Um, you know, being in Catholic school, most of my um, grade school, I knew that there was a God, mm-hmm. but the relationship did not take place until I was 21. Okay. So through Belmont um, Church in Nashville, which was one of the few non-denominational church in Nashville, um, so I attended one of their um small group. This is when it was just birthing out. Mm -hmm. Belmont was such a huge church and everybody knew it. Um, So the pastor, Don Finto, did not want to expand having built, you know, several buildings around Nashville, but wanted to really disciple Mm -hmm. the people that went. So the best way to do that would be through small group, which we called cell group. So I was invited by the pastor, which is Don Finto and his wife, um, and they are just trying to connect some of the core people that would also gotcha. start their own group. So within that, I wanted, in the meeting that I was in Sunday afternoon, I wanted to know why they were talking about Jesus like he was right here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, I have to go to a priest or something. Yeah. And But so uh, the more I went, I felt as if there's something more mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. you know, God that I know of. And so one afternoon I decided I want to know who you know because you talk about him like he's here. <laughs> and so they explained to me what a relationship was like and right there and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Wow. And then I said, I said well, you know, they've talked about baptism as well at that time. And I said, well, I've already gotten baptized when I was mm-hmm. a baby. And and he goes, well, and they explained to me what that meant. So we went back to church that afternoon, hmm. opened up the, the baptistry, nice. and I got baptized. <laughs> That's so, awesome. At the same time, at the same t- uh, time I accepted Jesus Christ. So that was, to me, was a very life-changing. And that moment I knew mm-hmm. there was a complete change in my heart. There mm-hmm. was everything that I read was making sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. It's like the veil was lifted. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at that point in my life, obviously, I was you know learning about the Word of God and learning about what it means to be a believer. And thankfully, with Belmont Church, I was really discipled, and um, I craved it. Um, and it got me that um, I always knew that the Lord's hand was upon my life. Mm-hmm. I just never knew the extent of it. Right. And so even in college, I was like, I'm not going to do this because I'm, you know, they used to tell me that, that everything is recorded and they're going to play it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. So anyway, I thought, you know, I always wanted to have that, um, that healthy, you know, the healthy fear that mm-hmm. you have that I want to mm-hmm. serve. I want to, you know, I want to please the Lord. So when I got my relationship to that level, I wanted to grow more. So, mm-hmm. but it, that relationship 
over time, obviously matured in lots of valleys and mountains, mm-hmm. and you cannot appreciate the valley unless you that's right you've been at the top, you mm-hmm. know. And so I appreciate every single part of my journey, yeah, from where I you know started with my walk to where I am. Um, I'm always a planner, and I think that's part of my. Um, part of who I am that I believe that God wants to just okay we just we, we just need to just shave a little bit of that off <laughs> <laughs> and you know yeah. and so and I'm learning to know what it's what it is like to be still yeah mm-hmm. and know that I am God yeah you know, what, you know I'm just quoting so in in that it takes a lot of for somebody that that is a type a plan everything yeah. on a post-it note and I Michaela can attest to this. I have post-it notes everywhere. So um, <laughs> learning to just listen. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is it? Where are you taking me now? Right. Mm-hmm. And know. accepting a plan is like a suggestion, not necessarily a fact. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly. Tough. I mean, yeah, you can, you know, I'm all about vision casting. I love that because I think we need to have to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, we can make our plans, but the Lord really directs our steps. For sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt. What would you say at this point in your life is something that uh, helps you remain rooted in your identity that you have in the Lord? You know, like I said, I take the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. It's in the bad that, that you realize that, you know what, I can't do this apart from you. Mm-hmm. So it roots me back into where mm-hmm. I need to be reminded, okay, my, you know, I'm, you know, it's like a, it's like somebody that is, and don't take this in a bad way, um, that has a chain or something. I don't want my chain to be long because I don't want to go further out away from <laughs> him and not hear his voice. So it's in those, in those part of your life where you are trying to navigate on your own. I think in those times where you realize that, you know what? I'm not going to go unless you're with me, God, in yeah. this. I'm mm. not going to go in this plan because we can we can ask God to bless things in our lives, but if He's not in it, it's really not worth it, mm-hmm. worth asking. That's true. I usually say there's nothing worth doing if it's not by the power of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why bother? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. So in in the work that you've been doing, the design work you've been doing, just recently you had a project you were working on at your Boom property, the Airbnb the side of Paris right. property. Uh-huh. Tell us about that project and, and what you learned. Okay, so we we bought this cabin um, in Boone, and um, we didn't really know why we bought the property, but we knew that God was opening doors for us. And um, over to I mean, over the years, we'll probably end up retiring there. But as we have been fixing this place and meeting the neighbors that we have, it's been incredible because we have been able to minister to them. Um, the the changes that needed to happen in this house. It's a fixer-upper. I mean, people would probably, if I would have shown them photos of the before, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. are you crazy? Mm-hmm. No, but we knew that we, we, we saw the potential. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how God sees people, is that oh, yeah. He sees the potential. And that's how we, I think we, it taught us to see that in people. Yeah. To see the finished work. I love that. And in that, don't be afraid to go through the process because it's going to be hard. It's not mm-hmm. going to be easy, mm-hmm. but your your hardest day 
um, in your life um, with God, it's going to be the easiest without Him. Mm-hmm. So, in the fact that we, you know, we've gone in, in when we bought the house, we started the renovation. Actually, my son Micah was probably the only uh, person in our family that have seen it because he helped us move um, before he went to school. So. Him coming back, he even says, wow, yeah. <laughs> this is a different place. Yeah. But through that renovation process, God has been faithful mm-hmm. in providing the right um, contractors mm-hmm. and um, and in the time frame on having this done. Because in the midst of that, my mother passed away mm-hmm. and I was in the middle of renovating the Nashville house. Wow. So that was very difficult. And so mm-hmm. everything had to be put on hold for yeah. the Paris, but we knew we weren't going to give up. So those were the, that, that part was a valley. You're yeah. like, wow, this is difficult. Did we, did we hear correctly? You yeah. know, but we knew the purpose of the purpose of Paris yeah. um, is that we want to have a shelter. It's a library for people that want to rest mm-hmm. and whether that you are super close to God or just searching, we want you to be able to experience not only the air, the, the place itself, yeah. but the, the the peace around that place. Everything in that place just grows. We yeah. don't even know where these plants come from and we just garnish them from all over the, 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 the property. And they're growing like, oh my gosh, these, you know, and Bambi <laughs> hasn't eaten them at all. <laughs> There's probably a well, lot of wildlife in that area. Exactly. Too. Yeah, it's really and, remote. And, and we have this friend turkey that comes about all the time. <laughs> and every time we have a guest, they'll write about this turkey. You guys, you guys know you have a pet on the property? I said, <laughs> is that the turkey that likes to look at itself on in the mirror, you know, outside one of the fountain? And that's awesome. Says, yes. He just keeps going around and around. <laughs> I said, yeah, he's harmless. He's his. He's the turkey friend that we comes that comes by. That is so funny. <laughs> I love it. Well, so what did what did you learn like in in your relationship with your husband, or like in your relationship with the Lord as you were just doing your most recent renovations there? Okay, so um, we've learned that um, doing it right and playing it to do it right is a great thing, but things don't always go the way you want them and it's okay. And I am I am working like I said, God is shaving off a part of my life that is just, you know, that he wants to use for a, something better. And that one of it is like, I have to be, it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. It has mm-hmm. to be, you know, done the way and 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 when you are renting a property it has to be done by code so we we that was one of the hardship and we only had to do this for two weeks so and um having gone through the process of opening it up opening up the the bathroom and gutting it out you find things that you never really you can't plan because you can't see it Mm -hmm. so you just kind of have to ride the wave and in the middle of riding that wave, there's a timeline because we both have to go back to real work. Right. So, um, and it, and then we also have bookings that are already been in place. Oh, true. And so we had to make sure that we did it correctly by codes and, you know, within the time frame that we have set. Unfortunately, we didn't get that done, but it's done now. That's awesome. So, uh, but what I did, both him and I discovered is that trusting God in the midst of a stressful situation is the best approach, first approach to do in, in this yes. sense, rather than freak out about it and I'm going to research everything I need to or call. It's just ask God, yeah. show us 
will you please show us how this is done and guide our hands? Yeah. And one incident I, I need to tell you is that we, this is all when the, the last day we were there, we were going to hang the mirror that I wanted to keep. And because it was an antique piece, it had to be hung just right. And, um, and we had already purposely, you know, structured the behind the wall to where we needed to be hung. But uh, when you drill on tile, you, you have to do it correctly. And um, so anyway, when, when we did that, um, the wiring, because it's an antique piece, the wiring behind it was broke or it wasn't, it was not going to be rigid enough oh, for yeah. it. So, so we, we decided, oh my gosh, what we need to do, you know, we only have an hour till we have to go back. Everything is close here on a Sunday. <laughs> So we just like, I just, you know, I just, let's just pray about this and, and let God show us. And while you work on this, so we did. And he just says, you know what? Well, the problem was it was, um, the measure was an inch off oh. and it had to be just right because of the, 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 the faucet. So, and he said, twist the literally like walk my hand, twist the wire. Wow. So we twisted the wire, and that was an inch that we needed just for the perfect placement. So things like that. Those are the things that God gives you uh, glimpses of his grace, yeah. I call them. Uh, when it's I, the simplest thing, though. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And those are the things that he validates. Mm-hmm. Those are his validation notes to mm-hmm. you that says, I'm with you. I'm here. Call my name. You know, something that, that he's just recently showed me, like in the last couple of days, is that when I choose to trust him more than I trust myself with something, he comes through in ways that I can't imagine. Yes. Like like you said, instead of researching and and trying to panic and figure it out on your own, with something as simple as hanging a mirror, because like we could just be like, this is trivial. Why does God need to be involved? Right. right. But there was a lot more at stake. And when we're when we're putting him at the forefront of our thought process, things turn out way better than we could have ever figured them out. Yes. And then you're, you are left with like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I get you God. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. Cool. And it's just, it's more, it's, it's a faith building process that yeah. he wants you to walk in, um, I believe. Yeah. And, and if we don't get those moments in our lives, I think we, we walk, we're just, we're just in a stagnant position. I mm-hmm. think we, we need to welcome those things. We are so honored to be sponsored by Clean Juice. They really keep us fueled and feeling healthy in body and strong in spirit. My favorite menu item right now is the almond toast. All organic ingredients, almond butter, banana, hemp seeds, and honey. It is fantastic. It keeps you fueled all day. Yeah, that one's delicious. And they have a seasonal menu, so it's constantly changing with fresh, new ideas. One drink that you should definitely try is the skinny one. It has watermelon, pineapple, and mint mm. in it. So, Man, that sounds refreshing on a hot summer day. Mm-hmm. I want to be by the pool right now with one of those. Yeah. Yes, sounds amazing. Yeah. Download the app, find a clean juice near you. How have you seen that in your business? How have you seen specifically God develop you over time in your design business and also your actual business? Like what have been some things that stick out to you that you're like, that was from the Lord? Yeah. Um, he has, um, he has opened up opportunities that I would never have gone, Hmm. gotten on my own or connected with me people with, you know, I would never have met and just placed in my life. For Mm. instance, I was um, supporting a a design friend, um, uh, Arthur, 
uh, and she wrote a book on um, on press, and I went to support her launch. And she brought in a an editor for mm-hmm. one of the design magazines. So, and I was just I sat next to her, and she, you know, we had a good conversation. And she, I just got back from Nashville, finishing up Nashville mm-hmm. House, at the you know renovating my parents' house, and um, that in itself is a story. But and I had told her the story about my mom passing away before you know a week before the um, reveal, and mm-hmm. that's the reason why we renovated was for her to have a quality of life living in that house and she was and she was so intrigued about the process and um so she wrote about it so things like that mm-hmm. um designing for a patient that has alzheimer's so it's a mm-hmm. quite a, a different process uh, a lot of research and the the way they live you know with that disease is quite different so then designing for somebody that just you know wants a new kitchen and it looks beautiful but Mm -hmm. yeah you want beauty and functionality for somebody that has to live in a different lifestyle wow so if i'm getting you right you were renovating your parents house to improve the functionality for your mother who then passed away during the process two weeks or two weeks yeah two weeks yeah i think two weeks before the reveal yeah so that we had to shut everything down and um at that point they were we were at the finishing stages where the countertops were being delivered, and thankfully, at that time, the the people you know were there delivering the countertops when my my father needed help. So, and through that process, we you know we melt, um, formulated relationship with local builders there, and the neighbors that I was telling you about that were you know that that were really been close to my parents That's uh, that have now moved. So, the way God has connected that, and it allows us to tell a story now. Mm-hmm. So, when we went renovated that house. We rented a, a back of that house to where if somebody were to stay, they could stay uh, with with my parents long term. And if, you know, um, as the disease progressed, mm-hmm. obviously that house would be too big for them. Mm-hmm. And it's in a historical neighborhood. I couldn't just put a, a ramp in front of the house right. because, mm-hmm. it, you know, um, they wouldn't allow that. So we would have to have options. So right. the house itself had to grow with her. Wow. And, um, and this is just not a slight renovation. This is knocking down walls. Wow. And when you're you're building new and, and old, it's a complicated process. And I'm not there all the time. Right. So the the building of trust had to be very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was uh, and I was going back to Nashville back and forth and planning the calendar very precisely so I could be there for major points. But the part of the, the renovation process was that if the, the case were, you know, she had to, they had to live in a smaller version, they could live in the back of the house and mm-hmm. we could easily outfit that for them. And, um, but it turned out it didn't, you know, turn out the way we planned, right. but it became an Airbnb. We get to tell her story. Yeah. And there, my parents were the first people that lived in that street. And my dad's the oldest person that's living in the street, but they have met so many people. Mm -hmm. Most of our guests are going to study or to Vanderbilt, checking it out, or their parents are um, visiting them. And we get to tell a story why, where my mom worked. And where did she work? She worked, she was a nurse for Vanderbilt University for 36 years. Yes. So, um, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a circle that just, you know, it has completed itself and now it's just a part, a part of giving back to the community in in the sense that, you know, this is a perfect location for you because you just get to walk there. That's so great. Yeah. So I have, I have one curious question. If you, 
if you could kind of sum up like your life message in kind of like in a bubble, what what would that be? I want him to use the talents that he's given me to be able to bless others and to be able to mentor young um, professionals mm-hmm. um, in my field or whether it's in, in um, interior design or fine arts. I want to be able to tell them that, you know, God has taken me in, in, in not even not just even believers, non-believers as well, mm-hmm. because, you know, in my business, it's not all about um, it's it's an industry. So mm-hmm. um, you're dealing with contractors and, and builders and, and designers. So and, and trade. I want to be able to show them or teach, tell them that, you know, my life is where it is because it was guided mm-hmm. by my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want that to be, I want that to, to speak the loudest. That's mm-hmm. great. And yeah. That's awesome. So, okay. One last question as we sure. wrap up. Did you have one, Michaela? I just, well, I just was going to say as your friend, like, I think that's, it's so evident in how you engage with people, um, not just in your business, but in your home, in your friendships. And, you know, um, it's cool to see that consistency um, and that you're constantly looking how, how you can grow in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just, I guess as a little um, affirmation for you, you know, like that's so evident in your life and every aspect that you're looking to grow yourself, but also to grow other people. It's really beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. So is there, is there anything that you, would say to encourage our listeners, you know that we're always trying to offer resources and inspiration to help people discover and live mm-hmm. from their truest self. So what advice would you give to people who are seeking out this kind of, of podcast? Bring your desires to God. Oh, I love that. Um, do the things that you are good at doing and love doing and let God season that in your life and be around people that appreciate that <laughs> and that would lift you up. That's good. Um, because that's very important. You need to be, you need to surround yourself with people that, um, especially if you're in the same industry, mm-hmm. it's always good to find people that could build you up, could yeah. lift you up. Um, I always tell my husband, you know, says, why do you go to market every twice a year? I said, it's, I'm around people that, that, that does what I do and they build me up. They encourage me yeah. and I learn from them yeah. and don't be afraid to learn from people mm-hmm. because there work. is something about what they do that's going to blow you away mm-hmm. that you need. God is using for that moment in your life and as well as a newfound friend. Mm. Love that. Yes. I love Such that. Such a good word, I like the way that you seek out the value in other people mm-hmm. in that way. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because God did it for me. I mean, yeah. he saw the potential and, and I, you know, we want to, I want to be able to do the same for somebody and, and, and see their worth and see that, you know, I'm actually mentoring a, um, a, a student right now, which I did pray for that one on my five-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's to that again, another note from God that says, see, you know, because your desires are aligned with what I say about who I am and what I want you to be. 
I think that's when we, you know, he gives us those encouraging notes. Yep. And I don't know where this is going going to take, uh, you know, in two or three years from now, but I hope that this mm-hmm. person will know, you know, yeah. um, that it, it was not a um, by chance meeting, yeah. that it was already planned a long time ago. That's and good. that what she's learned, um, for, uh, you know, with her business and what she wants to do and what she's learned from me is that she can also invest that into somebody else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let it trickle down. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Wow, um, Rena, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I thanks for have inviting me. So yeah. enjoyed hearing more about your heart through your business and everything that you're working on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a great interview with Rena. At one point when she was talking about renovating the bathroom and they had two weeks to do it and they had this plan and she said something that really stuck out stuck out to me, this idea that they had the plan, but the plan could only take them so far because they mm-hmm. couldn't actually see what was behind the walls. Mm-hmm. And once they started doing the demolition and they saw what was actually there hidden, they had to reevaluate. And That made me think actually of like this concept of Mm self-care where we kind of start out with kind of thinking who we are or like our identity in Christ. We have this idea, but once you really start digging in, God starts to reveal the hidden things. And sometimes you may, you know, tear off a wall and it may reveal this beautiful shiplap (laughs) or maybe there's gorgeous hardwood floors underneath or sometimes you find a lot of mold Mm -hmm. or like water damage, you know, it's like, it could be the good and the bad, but just this idea that when we start digging into our true identity with the Lord, Mm -hmm. He's going to start revealing things. And sometimes that process is painful, but it's going to end up with something beautiful in the end, like this brand new bathroom she had. I just thought it was a cool picture of the work that we're constantly trying to do. Yeah. And she said it didn't get done in our two week plan, Mm -hmm. but it got done. Yes, it did. And that's, it's okay. Yep. Yeah. And I think that that's where grace from the Lord ultimately is there and also from each other to realize and for ourselves, sometimes the process takes longer, sometimes it's shorter, but there there needs to be grace for mm-hmm. the process that we're in. Mm-hmm. And I love that that was a, such a tangible example for them yeah. to be like, okay, it's not happening in our plan but it's going to work out. It's going to get done. And in the end, it was awesome. Yeah. And I was really challenged by her, the way that they sought the Lord for hanging the mirror. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not think that I would have thought to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, like that just is, is such evidence of their closeness with the Lord. Because I honestly like... In trying to hang a mirror, Jesus does not come to mind. And so that challenge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it challenges me to invite mm-hmm. him into every little detail. Yep. He wants to be included. Yep. He in cares. Every, he does. He told her to twist. Twist He it. gave her the word. Right. He cares about even the littlest details of our lives. And it's mm-hmm. not that it makes some massive impact, but it does get a message across to us that mm-hmm. he does care. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Well, and I think... To just kind of, I mean, there there was no other option. Yeah. You know, like stuff was closed. They were trying to finish up. They had an hour left. Yep. And there, it was like, okay, what is our option? We're ask, stuck. We're going to ask the Lord. Yeah. That is our option. Yeah. And 
sometimes we go to every other option except for that. And I truly believe the Lord is waiting. Mm -hmm. Like he's just waiting for invitation from us to be a part of our every day. Not be the last option. Yeah. 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 So So this week we challenge you to not have God be your last option. Go to him first. Yeah. With anything big or small, he cares. And when you do, take note, email us at hello at collectiveworkshops.com. We would love to hear your stories of putting God as option A, Mm -hmm. plan A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. See you next week. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. Find The Collected Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Collected Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive contests, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNally Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at The Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. Support for The Collected Podcast is provided by Clean Juice. Learn more at cleanjuice.com and be sure to check out their lifestyle arm at wellhappyandkind.com. Podcast recorded by Jacob Early. Music by Asaf Alon.